We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Sign up at sports.axios.com for your go-to free daily sports newsletter. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Little Legends Podcast. I'm your host, The Blevins. Joining me, as always, is Boop. How's it going, man? It's going good. Rocking my dad sweater, right? <laughs> you know, almost 30. Got to start repping it, right? You got to lean yep. into it. That tan, and... brown, nondescript jacket. <laughs> yep, um, and uh, you can't see it, but I'm definitely wearing socks with sandals right now. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll say a dad joke here or two. Joining me not next week or ever again. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready for one of my favorite dad jokes? Yes, I am. Okay. What did the mother Buffalo say to the sudden Buffalo when he went to college? I don't know. What did he say? Or what did she say? Bye son. <laughs> Get it? Cause bison. <laughs> Okay, on his did, last episode ever <laughs> boob how, how, how did the zombie marathon end i don't know boop how did the zombie marathon end dead even all right, all right last one because i like groups of three okay the rule of threes okay. i gotta allow it all right when's the best time to go to the dentist i don't know when's the best time to go to the <laughs> dentist <laughs> this will also be my last episode as well, folks. Uh, I don't know I'm if I'm going to be around. I, ju- I just died. Oh, Not boy. Not even a chuckle, huh? I thought 2.30 would get you. No, I, I, I knew where they were all going. I, 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 I've heard them all before. That's the beauty of the dad joke. Okay, okay, okay. Here's, here's one you haven't heard. Okay, right? let's hear okay. it. Okay, we're going to do a knock-knock joke. You start. Knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? 
I, I, I don't know. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> I have no idea where this is going, but I do know where this episode at least was going. It was on the topic of patch nine point two zero, which the notes the notes of which have been released. Mere hours ago, and the patch is actually live on Oceana or Oceanic. I think Oceana. I don't OCE server. I don't know what that actually is. Too smooth brain to check. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to be I'm not taking you to trivia. That's no. Well, I not only, a geography person. Unless it's unless it's Simpsons trivia, I will fail horribly at it. But we are going to be. But one thing I wouldn't fail horribly at is talking about these nine point two zero patch nine point two zero patch notes, which we will be talking about in just a bit here. Of course, want to go over a little bit of housekeeping. On the first order of news here is that we got a brand spanking new iTunes review from none other than great community member Angry Frog, and <laughs> this one was pretty funny. Uh, uh, Angry Frog titled the review "Great TFT Podcast." Blevins and Boop are a great duo. Aw, thanks, man. Uh, every time I listen, I come away with a better understanding of some mechanic in the game and a few new ideas for comps, itemization, and new synergies. Really like the Mort retort, and in parentheses, Blevins, <laughs> there should be no consorting with Mort, even if there are two large rods involved. <laughs> Nice. Uh, maybe I should have proofread this before reading it, <laughs> before reading it on air uh, and be able to stay up to date on the news about the ga- about the game. Great show, and look forward to what comes next. Thank God. Thanks, guys, from Angry Frog Forty Eight. Thanks, Angry Frog. I know you were in the chat earlier, and you've messaged us a few times on Discord, and uh, we're actually at game night last week. Uh, so huge shout outs, uh, to you, angry frog, uh, for that. And, and as a reminder, everyone, uh, all the iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. And, uh, in fact, very much needed for us, uh, both on the prediction feed and on the, uh, normal feed, whichever you listen to, I do suggest you go over to the prediction feed regardless and subscribe there, leave a review on one or both. We've seen we uh, Bettis was was kind enough bend to leave like a review. Yeah, bend it like Bettis. Be like Bettis. Uh, left a review on both. The iTunes reviews are absolutely imperative for us uh, in order to grow the show and continue doing that. So huge shout outs and thank yous there. And as I mentioned, uh, Angry Frog did come to our game night, which is which are normally on Fridays, Friday evenings. Eastern time, unfortunately, we have some folks in Australia, which it's more like Saturday morning for them. But Friday evenings, Eastern time, go to discord.me slash little legends podcast. All of the details are there. And uh, the Discord's just been bumping. We've been talking about all, all sorts of stuff. We even had some world news stuff going on uh, today. <laughs> some. Uh, We've got all sorts of conversations from mostly focused on TFT, but we've got everything that you could ever want. Come on in and join the Discord. But as we move on, we will talk about our weeks in TFT. Boop, how was it? How did it sucked, man? (laughs) My week of TFT sucked. Oh man, I dropped from plat two to plat four again. Yeah, and then I, I don't know why I keep forcing Rangers, man. It just like ain't working for me. And then, um, yeah, it just sucked, man. And then I played all day, not really all day. I played a couple games today and a couple games yesterday. I got fourth in like every one of them. So for like, 
Yeah, I mean, like for like four hours of work, getting like five tenths of money, like twenty LPs. I guess it's not terrible. It's better um, than the forty that I lost for six hours of work. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to Spigs earlier, and he was like, "Yeah, I lost about three hundred LP," and I was like, "What's that like?" To like, like having that much LP. Ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's that like having 300 LP to lose and still be Challenger? <laughs> you know what I, mean? uh... I would love to be there one day. Have you ever been like a, a Challenger in any game, like in the top like 0.1%? Uh, I don't I don't know what Hearthstone Legend. I don't know what you'd have to, what rank. Oh, I would count that. I, I would count Legend. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, been, yeah, I've okay. been Legend for sure. I haven't. I rank four was the highest I ever got in Hearthstone. I got pretty high in Heroes of the Storm, but I've been like a, a plat diamond player in most everything I've ever done. You know, I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, I. Mm, I mean, I got top thirty-two at a Grand Prix in, in Magic out of like fourteen hundred players. That's. I don't know what that puts me at, but that was just one tournament, so that doesn't really count. And it, and it was a team tournament, so it really doesn't count. But, uh, and and that because it was a team tournament, I, we didn't even get prizes or pro points, so it really doesn't count. But did but it did it? It did happen. Um, I got a gold medal because I cried at a Taekwondo tournament once. <laughs> And that's what's wrong with our gen. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even like four. I was like 15 or like 16. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I actually told this on another podcast, but I love telling this story. Basically, like I like being fancy, right? My, my big problem with a lot of things is I don't like doing what other people are doing, mm-hmm. right? Like, like for like in simplest Hence terms, why you're I playing like, Rangers in 9.19. <laughs> exactly. Like I don't like ordering the same thing at a restaurant as someone else. And one mm-hmm. of those people. And so I was at this Taekwondo tournament and I was probably like a pretty good spar, like during our like scrims and stuff. I, mm. I was doing quite well at my at my Taekwondo studio. But then at the thing, they told us that if you're in the air and make contact, you would get more points. And so what I did was I made everything in the air. And so I never <laughs> made contact, but I thought I was like doing well. Like I couldn't like see how I had lost. And so like I had lost against these two kids who were like way younger than me. And so I got last place and then I just started crying and they took the bronze medal off of my chest and put a gold one on. <laughs> Cause a 16 year old cried at Taekwondo <laughs> contest. And then I never went back to Taekwondo again. That was the last time I ever did it. Wow. I, uh, yep. there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack from that poop. I don't know if we have enough time on this episode to go into that. <laughs> I've, I, I'm a changed person now that probably, I mean, mm. at least within the last month, that probably wouldn't have happened. I'm just kidding. No, no. I, I like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It absolutely would still happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 No, no, no. I've, I, I've calmed down a lot in my old age, uh, as we both are boomers. Yep. Um, we're, we are esports boomer. Time. I got Definitely. called a boomer. I got called, no joke, a boomer at the Overwatch League Grand Finals last weekend. It happened. <sighs> Being twenty nine in a in a in a uh, a bar full of twenty one year olds makes you the boomer. Yep. I was I was actually at a land and I was like, hey, um, let's all go drinking after. And I was like, wait, wait, like. A bunch of these kids are not 21, Chris. You can't just assume like that. Right. You can't just assume. You're the old one. Hey, you know what I did? I just assumed everyone was 21, and they can make their own decisions. In the bar. It's at the bar's discretion. Uh, but as far <laughs> as I know, everyone was 21 
Definitely. De- okay, uh, I'm not going to incriminate myself <laughs> on camera any more than I already have. And I you can tell it's a light week. You can tell it's a light week yeah, in we, TFT. When we've already gone on not one, not two, but three tangents before talking yep. about it. Yep. All we've done is read a review. So uh, It's true. <laughs> okay, we, um, we got this. We got this. Okay, keep going. back a little bit on TFT. My week was similar. I lost uh, probably 40 or 50 LP total. Actually, maybe more. Some Between 40 and 60 LP total. Uh, I started at Diamond 4. I finally have shifted off of my smurf account and was playing on my actual king k blev account uh feel free to add me on on uh league as well if you'd like uh i'm talking to you boop please please accept my friend request (laughs) i'm kidding we're already friends on on league um i finally went back to that and i actually the first couple games i think the first two games i got second in both and actually promoted up back up to diamond three and then it was just like a slow descent into like losing it's like a seventh an eighth a sixth a seventh a sixth a sixth uh and i just was like the rage run back of like well it's like 12 it's like midnight uh i should really go to oh my cue popped okay let's let's do another one <laughs> get a sixth oh so last night i was at zero lp and i'm like you know what New set two is coming up. They're probably doing a reset of something. I don't even care. I'll go back down to plat. They can't take away that screenshot of me getting into diamond. That can never be taken away from me. That can't be scrubbed off of the internet. So I'm like, screw it. I don't care if I lose. I'll, uh, I'm just going to play another one because I want to be, I don't want to be at zero. I, no matter what, I don't want to be at diamond four zero LP. So win or lose, I'm going to be at something that's not that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I get six. And I'm like, well, guess I'm back in plat. Thing pops up. Minus zero. Hey, sometimes the world does work out. Sometimes the world does work out, except my explicit goal was to not be at Diamond 4 Zero LP. And the game was like, you know what? Even though it's not actually possible, we're going to make an exception here. You lose nothing. (laughs) So the good news is that the game apparently doesn't want me to be plat. The bad news is that the game can read my mind and will um, screw me over in creative ways, no matter what. Well, Um, you can still participate in uh, Heroes Hearth, then, at Diamond. Yeah, it is true. I sure can. Um, Which is a great segue. This is why you're the professional poop. As we we move into our news recap, uh, and as Boop mentioned, Heroes Hearth uh, tournament is coming back. We're going to be having the next fight night. It's actually going to be on Thursday. So normally we'd be talking about the results of the fight night because they they were on Mondays. They are shifting to Thursdays. And uh, I'm going to be casting this again as well. Uh, alongside my other podcast co-host, Deathblow, who uh, many of you may know in the Discord as Glenn Coco. Uh, and if you are familiar with uh, High Noon Podcast, which is my Overwatch podcast, you'll, of course, know Deathblow. We go way, way back for casting. We were casting Magic tournaments back in, like, 2012. So the band's finally getting back together. Uh, it's been a very long time. Uh, it's a, a long time coming for that, so... Make sure you guys check out uh, the Heroes Hearth tournament at 8 uh, Central at twitch.tv slash Heroes Hearth. And guys, if you are looking to play, they're looking for more players. Uh, if you're diamond or above, I mean, I would say if you're, you know, maybe if you're even high plat, just, 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 you know what? Send in the application. 
the worst they can say is no or not get back to you. I don't have any control over that, so I don't I can't pick anything. But guys, if you are looking to play in these Hero Surf tournaments, if you're looking to, you know, dip your toes into competitive, uh, you're definitely gonna want to uh sign up and register there. Um I will put the link uh to sign up in the show notes here uh, or in the dis- in the description so you can check that out. And what's cool about this tournament, Boop, is that this is going to be the first real tournament on the new patch. It's two days after the new patch has come out. So not only is it the first tournament, but the players may not have uh, had too much time to practice this. So this will be fun. I wonder uh, if that makes the queen a little nervous. You know what I mean? Because like, I right. think everyone kind of gets on a little bit more even footing, right? Yeah. Everyone's kind of in the same zone. Of course, like I'm sure a lot of them are practicing on the PTR. Uh, they, they're literally PD. practicing as we speak. <laughs> this oh, thing, okay. they did, they're doing like a secret practice thing that I, I was actually going to try to do a practice cast for, but they're, uh, they're doing it now, so can't do that. <laughs> um uh, well um anyway uh the it, it's actually going to be really exciting there's some new participants mm-hmm. and then the top three from last time yep and i have to say like i've been in touch with jules uh ever since we casted like such a cool person yeah uh, by the way it, yeah yeah and just the community is is, is phenomenal so if you're going to support any community that's not our community <laughs> <laughs> uh, support yeah, that one because it does, you don't have to only support one. You can support multiple, but if you're going to choose you, one, choose ours. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have to support one, but you can support two. If, yes. I think it's a better way to say it. Yes. Um, and if you want to support two, Heroes Hearth is definitely a really solid second place for uh, for yeah. you to look at. I mean, it's a far second place. No, I'm kidding. I love those guys <laughs> uh, and gals over there. Yeah, they're they're really great. Uh, make sure you're checking that out. Um, we got the announcement yesterday uh, that uh, I guess it's kind of like the preview of the preview announcement that the new uh, TFT beta pass is coming with the new patch here. We're going to be getting um, they, I was really hoping for more substance in this post, but that's OK. They updated the uh, experience a little bit. They updated some of the um the quests and basically you're going to be we're going to be getting a little legends egg new arena chromas which are cool i'm assuming those are just the battlefields um hopefully they have cool like they do it kind of like they did before where there's like just the color swaps and then there's like one or two like real kind of like designed like change ones the the dragon one and whatever the i don't even know what the it's like called the like challenger arena no it's not challenger arena I don't know what it's called. The last. Oh, I uh, um, I know what you're talking about. It looks like totems or something. Yeah, there's like the two yeah, yeah, faces. Yeah. I like those ones. The ones that look really. I mean, the first time I ever saw the dragon one, I was like, "Whoa, this is like." You know, way I cooler. would buy. I mean, I would buy uh, a bat. I, I said this last time. Like, I would buy a battlefield for like five bucks. Yeah, for sure. I want like an exclusive one. Like, I want well, one. Look, the cool thing about like League is like they could do because of all the lore and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I really want a Freljord um arena which is where ash is from so it'd be like really oh, okay. wintery, oh that's right? cool <gasps> yeah right with like glaciers and stuff wait. like that i think that'd be sick wait league actual league of legends is getting their halloween update <gasps> do Maybe we get a halloween board Ooh, now I'm or a little excited. legend like pumpkin person sorry i, I gotta calm it down i it's going to get X-rated if we keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> if we keep talking about pumpkin people. 
I uh, love Halloween, man. I yeah. love Halloween. And then Halloween events, Halloween. like, this for most games, Halloween. are pretty awesome, mm-hmm. right? It's uh, the easiest one to do, right? Like, everybody, it's just so... Like, just, just do, like, a, a spooky map? Yeah. Let's do and give it to everybody and just have it only during Halloween, maybe, right? Oh, so. no, I don't like that. I want to be able to bust out my Halloween one in, in the middle of July and, like... <laughs> And and show off I do, to all the people. I do who, like I do like playing my Winter Wonderland uh, skins during the summer uh, when I do play regular league. Yeah, uh, I don't want things to go away. That's for sure. But I also, you know, I like you know what what they can also do. Uh, and this is really showing you how uh, off the rails we're going here. They can, we're talking about different variations of of board skins that we can have. They can do like esports ones. Like if if we hear you know, uh, some sort of announcement about a league or something or uh, a tournament series or whatever. Or like they uh, whoever have... wins worlds get, gets a board. Yeah, that'd be cool. The, you know, a cloud nine skin or a G2 skin or a, I'm trying to think of other orgs that are in, have TFT players, TSM skin, liquid skin. Um, they, they could do, they could do cool Q stuff. Q-Lash? Like Yes, a Q lash skin. Oh man, I would snap off a Q lash skin. <laughs> you would spend like fifty bucks on a Q lash skin. No yeah. worries. If I could get it that cheap, I would. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, we'll be getting that uh, probably by the time you're listening to this show, or shortly after, uh, it will be out with uh, nine point two zero. Uh, another note here is in one week from the recording of this show uh, on the 15th of October, we're getting the Riot 10-year event. We don't have any official announcement about what exactly is going to be in that event, but just from what we've heard from more and some of the other uh, uh posts about the event there is likely going to be something tft related and from what mort has alluded to it's probably going to be at least a little bit exciting um might have something to do with esports it might have something to do with set two might have both it could have neither it could be something completely different uh we don't know but that means that next episode is going to be uh probably pretty spicy if i had to guess yeah, I, I hope so. My, what are some? Uh, if you were to bet on one thing, what do you think they're like definitely going to announce? Let's see. It's going to be October. One thing that they're definitely going to announce. I think they'll announce. Um, they'll announce a date for set two, and show us maybe one. Uh, maybe they'll preview a new. Um, synergy like especially mm. if it's if there's i mean we're in the middle of october right maybe we see some halloween stuff maybe we see you know, there is there are halloween skins like nidalee yeah. has a halloween skin mm-hmm. so we can do that um for synergies i thought of one the other day with kenobi there's like an awesome skin line called star guardian yes and and so it's like sailor moon pretty much and that Mm -hmm. would be a really cool synergy because there's enough now there's like six or seven of them yeah they could i mean yeah they don't have to be like thematically in the well i mean i don't I don't know how Star Guardian like lines up in the lore of League of Legends, or if it's like an. Well, it's the same thing as like TF isn't actually a pirate in like the real lore. He right. just has a pirate TF skin, right? And, and Pantheon. Uh, too. 
Yeah, yeah, Pantheon. I don't, I don't know where the Pantheon Dragon thing really came in from, but, um, but yeah. So like, they already have you know precedent of taking skin lines and helping right. them make synergy from it. So it could happen. Yeah, that would be really cool. What do you think that they'll show? I think they're going to show spectate mode. Ooh, now that would be sweet. Yeah, it's got to be big, right? It's it. it I, I don't know. It's either going to feel like tacked on to whatever regular League of Legends is doing, mm-hmm. right? Because regular League of Legends also has like a winter map and stuff like that. So right. I'm sure they'll announce some skins. I'm sure they'll announce some um, item changes or something like that. Uh, but for TFT, definitely like a little legend, right? A new little legend's like 100% right. getting new, announced. A new egg. Uh, yeah, a new egg, uh, new battlefield probably. But like in terms of core mechanics either spectate mode or like the first official like we're gonna be in seoul south korea next july for the tft summer championships something like that that would be cool that would be really cool i the other my other i guess secondary bet would be something else that we can spend money on in tft that we can't right now Hmm. i don't know what that is I don't even know what that could be, but I think it'll happen. <laughs> Let's figure it out. Uh, you know, they might make us start uh, paying for the battle passes, a la Apex. Uh, they could, or they could do what a lot of them do, which is have the free battle pass. And then if you want to like have the better one or get more stuff, you can pay, uh, which I'm fine with. I, I don't mind that method because like it's all generally cosmetics. If you don't want to pay it, that's fine. You you don't need that stuff. It doesn't make your game better or it doesn't make it doesn't give you an advantage. It can it just lets you buy more shiny stuff, which I like to do because I am an idiot. Uh <laughs> one last piece of news before we go into the break and uh break down 9.20 is an interesting clip uh that I heard someone posted on Reddit from Scara, uh, and I will play that clip here for your reference. In just I didn't second. say I enjoyed Nobles. I said that the Voices mod was definitely healthier, even if there's one degenerate meta, because you could play a lot more things to get the top four. A lot of the problem with this current meta is the fact that the pacing is really bad, because in the, this current meta, everyone hits level eight or nine every game, and it means that like you're literally forcing perfect comps almost every game. Um, which is super bad. The entire point of this genre, in my opinion, is to you, you play what you're given, both item-wise and unit-wise, but you don't have to do that in the current meta because you're able to econ so hard that you can just brute force the best comps. Uh, you didn't do that last patch, actually. Last patch, you had some people forcing the best comps, but because you were dying so quickly, you're forced to improvise a lot last patch. So yeah, you had void sins, but you also were able to play a lot of other things to get the top four because if you just high-rolled, uh, the units you can you can run that you can run it all the way up, so I don't know, you know. I so uh, this was a, I think a kind of a hot take actually. Basically, Scara saying that this current or I guess at the time current nine point one nine patch is actually worse than the Void Assassins meta of nine point one eight, and <laughs> I. I feel like I have a side that I'm I'm falling on here, um, but Boop, what what are your thoughts here on on Skara's sort of assessment of this current meta versus the Void Assassin 
Where does <laughs> but boop, you answer first, so I can. No, I, I actually <laughs> did. I actually did. A, I actually had like a little bit of a discussion on uh, the Reddit thread uh, as well. So I actually have. Nice. I gotta. I gotta start posting bit. on Reddit. I like never post on Reddit. Um, I. Okay, so this one's hard for me because I I actually see both sides on this one. Mm-hmm. Right, this seems to be more of a preference thing than an actual like the game is broken thing to me. Mm-hmm. Right, because I actually. I, I think that TFT in general, throughout all of its you know short history, which feels long for some reason, um, yeah, it does. Right, um, has been better when the games have been longer, and so um, and like econing is, I think, one of the highest level things that like the difference between like a plat and diamond player, mm-hmm. right? Um, we were talking to Sphinx about like, what's the difference between challenger and diamond? And he was he was saying like, oh, it's itemization was the first thing he said. Yeah. Um, and I think it's the, the the very next thing would be like how you spend your money, right? Because I can tell I'm not spending my money right well right now. That's why I'm losing, right? Because the game goes on so late that you can get to those perfect comps. So if you're not getting to those perfect comps, you're just not playing the game correctly, right? If you take these comps and do it like last time where people were dying before chickens, I remember like getting top fours before chickens on like yeah. on, the, on, the la- on the last patch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, then there's this feeling of not having been satisfied that you played a game. Right, it's like it's like playing tic tac toe, but like your second move, you you messed up, and on the third move, they win. Right, right? is like, oh, okay, well, that's done. I guess I'll play another one. Mm-hmm. I lost all this LP, right. and blah blah blah. So those are my arguments for both sides. I disagree with Scara. I think I think that this meta, I like the, the tempo is odd. I have to say that, but mm-hmm. I do like the game in a longer. I like the game when it's been longer. Um, like I think two or three patches ago when we had like Crowin on the game was mm. short and then went into Very a longer short, yeah. type of meta. Uh, mm. and I liked it that way. Yeah. And he even mentioned that he wouldn't mind like 45 minute games and, uh, I don't Woof. think it should be <laughs> yeah, I don't that long, Yeah, but I, I, I do, I do disagree in a sense like that. I agree that the tempo is very odd and I think leveling with 70 is weird. I, that's something that we're <laughs> going to talk about, uh, yeah. because they're changing it, but yeah, it, I actually, it's hard for me to say, but if I had to choose, I would say I disagree because I like the game longer. I like econing being super important, and it's less RNG um, dependent than it used to be because you can get the money to roll and find your pieces. Yeah, I, it is. It, I do agree that I, I don't think it's a, it's, it's not cut and dry, and I think it is a stylistic choice that the design team has to make of what is the core of this game? And even in that clip, Scara says, you know, he says in my, my opinion of what the genre is, is et cetera. Um, I kind of agree with him though. And, and here's why it does feel like you are, even though like you can econ up and get these super comps, it feels like because of that, a lot of items are not even playable at all. Um, and a lot of comps aren't playable at all because you need to, if you want a top four or even top one, like you need to have a Kali two with one plus IEs or Warwick with four wilds and IE, uh, a bloodthirster, et cetera. You need to have like, 
two plus BF swords in order to top four. And if you don't get those, then you're not going to, or you're like very, it's very hard to do that. And here, here, well, it, it, Isn't that it, a question of itemization and how the items pop rather than tempo and length of game, though? No, yes, it's both, actually, because you can't, like, you can't just, uh, like, inting right now or purposely losing at the beginning to uh, get a lose streak and get better item picks is a strategy right now. I would argue it's one of the better strategies in 9.19. And the thing is, is you can do that, but also other people are are doing that because it's a good strategy, right? So you can do that and still not get these swords. So it's not even a... It's partly uh, how an items pop. But at that point, that would make me think it's more RNG because in when the games are shorter... You can be like, okay, I didn't get, um, I didn't get my BF sword um, because I, or I see that my opponents are inting right, and they're econing up and they're just stalling because losing, you don't get punished as much for losing, especially early. So instead of inting and trying to get the BF sword or the gloves or the bow, I'm going to instead make these two Ludens Echoes and roll really aggressively and make a strong comp right now and punish these people who are inting or who have inted at the beginning. You know, when you finish inting and you're at like 73 health versus you are inting at the beginning and you're at 53 health, that's a pretty big difference. Uh, once you get yep. to this mid game where the where the comps are good, the you know that remember the week that Evelyn the Evelyn comp was so good, like that was because that Evelyn comp didn't have to play in the super late game where we've got fully decked out Dravens and Jinxes and Rengars and Akali's. The, those comps didn't exist because they would just die to these mid game comps, um, and I think. Like having mid game comps is good and having late game comps is good, but right now it doesn't. It feels like those mid game comps can't exist because even okay. if I've had so many times where I like am pretty strong in the mid game and then I fall off and like the Draven comp comes online and because they're only taking like they're taking less damage from me when I beat them in the early game, they just come back and they win. Right. So there's not enough of a consequence for going for late game comps, right? In, in some- in summary, there's no okay, option so, to go the mid game comp because this is not. This good is enough. okay. Now that you're saying it, I think I've got a Hearthstone equivalent, or probably Magic too. Um, I don't know if that's, that's the same thing. It's kind of like when Control was really good, like yes. you couldn't really play aggro, right? And when yes. aggro is really good, Control was just too slow, right? So let's talk about like Priest and Hearthstone right now, right? Because Priest is very good right now in Hearthstone, and when Priest is good, people tend to hate the game because it's like a long it's usually like a very long deck without a lot of counterplay Mm -hmm. right and so and it usually has too many tools right right it can survive to the late game a little too easily just like what you're saying um with this um with these late game comps right because i remember machine gun priest uh where like the death priest would come online and he'd have a wave clear which he he could like clear everyone with five or more attack Mm -hmm. and basically like put a bunch of low-cost spells so all you needed to do was survive until the late game use shadow priest and win and raza the unchained and then just win right exactly um 
which Void Assassins kind of felt like to me, to be completely honest, but just like a little short. That reminded me of like um, like Zulok, right? Right. Well, where where it's just like aggressive aggression, um, but something that you do bring up that makes me change my opinion a little bit more uh, and, and kind of like follow where you're saying is the fact that like when aggro, like it, there has, there has to also be an option, right? I think when Harston was at its healthiest, there were like mid range decks, like mid range Hunter was popular yeah. with like aggro decks and a splattering of control decks. Right. When it was like freeze mage versus freeze mage and the game lasted like, 45 minutes and mm. it was the same kind of game every single time Those that's when it does get frustrating yeah yeah exactly so i definitely see that so i guess i'll adjust what i'm saying to say i like the length of the game right now i sure. like i like the longer games but diversity does seem to be a little bit of an issue and you're right like early game comps and mid game comps like nobles should be better yeah i i just think so even going to the hearthstone equivalent like Control is always good when they know exactly what they need to go up against. If control, like, it, if you take the rock, paper, scissors of, like, aggro, mid-range, and control, aggro can some... Like, if you make a hyper-aggressive aggro deck, you can sometimes beat those control decks by going under them or being super fast and killing them before they get online, right? Like, you could theoretically kill the... It might not have been the case in that specific meta, but you could theoretically build a hyper-aggressive, uh, you know, hunter deck and kill them before they get their Shadow Priest online or something like that. And then mid-range will generally be able to beat aggro because they've got a lot of uh, minion threats to be able to combat aggro. And then control beats mid-range because mid-range is not killing them fast enough and they have a lot of answers to their slower threats. And right now to me in TFT and by right now, of course I mean 9.19, it felt like control always wins because there's nothing where you can go underneath. There mm -hmm. is no hyper aggressive. I mean, there's hyper rolling, but that's different. I also don't think that that, that night, uh, uh, golden knights the golden knights vein thing was actually that was actually that good but um like there's no like okay i'm i see that people are going for draven comp i see that they're going for these akali these like big super late game like second like elder dragon like living to those stages comps i can't be like okay i'm gonna go heavy or maybe you can i and i just haven't tested it enough or seen it happen i'm i'm perfectly willing to accept that because i haven't really tried it it's like i can't go okay i'm gonna go this evelyn assassin's comp and counter that because i'm not doing enough damage to actually punish them for doing that and even if i am beating them they are still able to survive and get to that point but it's kind of a moot point, I guess, because at least specifically now, because we're getting the the new patch here. But I, it is a, a conversation I think worth having, and I don't know if I can specifically say that Void Assassin's meta was objectively better than this meta, but I do think that there are uh, aspects of the Void Assassin's meta that I liked better than the mm. current meta. I think that's I think that's where I can fall. Um and maybe Void Assassins itself was a problem. Um, I mean Scar called it degenerate, right? So it, it, was, it, it, it was a problem, but like would you rather have the problem in a game be like a comp or like a core gameplay value? 
right? Definitely like, one comp because it's easier to to balance that. And also, there, if you think about it, there are four winning spots per game, not just one. If there was only one and Void Assassins got that every time, okay, I see the argument entirely uh, of Void Assassins being awful because it's taking all of the LP, but in you know, it's theoretically only taking some amount like it because like void assassins probably on average was like a top 3.5 comp i don't i don't know what the actual numbers were but it's not like getting first every single time no matter what when you force it that's just not how it how it panned out mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. i see it man i see it i'm kind of wallowing in my in my stance now too because <laughs> you, you you come up with some good points it's just like uh, you know on initial thought like i i look at it very surface level right mm-hmm. i'm a very macro type of thinker yeah so uh i'm definitely all about the big picture and mm-hmm. my big picture tells me that the games should be this long tempo is a little awkward and early game comps should be a little stronger um yep. there, there should be more of a give and take for going after an Akali. I mean, there's only 10 of them, right? right. And so if, if, if you get an Akali too early, um, it should Wait, work out more for than you. 10. There's only 10 uh, no, no, no. gold. No, there's units. only 10 gold ones. I think there's four, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Off the top of my head. I can't, I can't remember. Um, uh, maybe 14. Anyway, uh, the, the moral of the story is mm-hmm. like, if you're able to find them early on, you should be rewarded for that. Yeah. But, um, that shouldn't be potentially as consistent as as it is because you're econing because mm-hmm. the games are going long right you're not punished for waiting yeah uh yeah and hopefully they'll they'll play around with that and of course set two is going to bring us a whole new bevy of uh concerns and, and new things to talk about uh, but we will certainly talk about that once we get that information but we're gonna yeah <laughs> we are going to go into a quick break and we will be back and talking about patch 9.20 when we return there are countless ways to keep up on what's happening in the world of sports but how are you supposed to read every great article how are you supposed to watch every awesome highlight without losing time in your busy day scrolling through every app and visiting every website on a daily basis is impossible now coming to the stage axios sports axios sports is a modern sports page delivered directly to your email inbox Each morning, you'll see the best stories from around the sports world, from the NBA and NFL to niche sports like cricket and ping pong. The email newsletter highlights the most important stats and trends, giving you the ability to stay informed. It's super simple to sign up. Sports.axios.com Axios Sports is clean, crisp, and gives you everything you need to know. Read it in five minutes in the elevator or discover a deep dive article while you're on the train to work. Not only will you be caught up, you'll be the cool person sharing an amazing link with all your friends and coworkers. Join the 100,000 sports fans who get caught up on the day before it even begins. And best of all, there's no paywall, no subscription fee, nothing. This is free, curated sports content delivered directly to you. Do yourself and your time a favor. Sign up for Axios Sports Newsletter for free at sports.axios.com. Seriously. I subscribe to it, and it makes me feel more informed without spending time clicking through websites, apps, and social media platforms. Again, try it for free at sports.axios.com. You know, humans have been shaving for thousands of years. And the secret to a great shave? Well, it hasn't changed much. Ancient Greeks didn't need flex balls or heated handles. Neither do you. That's why Harry's doesn't overcharge to add you gimmicky features for their razors. 
They focus on what actually matters. Sharp, durable blades at a fair price. I love Harry's because it gives me a close shave, easy glide, and low price. Do us a favor. Check out harrys.com slash bluewire for your free trial today. Harry's is a return to the essential. Quality, durable blades at a fair price. Just two bucks a blade. Harry's is just super convenient. The blade refills are delivered directly to your door on your schedule with or without a subscription. And there's no risk to you for trying them out. If you don't love your shave, let them know. We get a free refund. It's as easy as that. Listeners of the Little Legends podcast can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash bluewire. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and a trimmer blade, a rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Go to harrys.com slash bluewire to start shaving better today. All right, guys, we are back after the break. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We are going to be talking about in patch 9.20, the most recent team fight tactics patch. And for better or for worse, I think for better because we don't want this episode to be three hours like our last patch episode. <laughs> A little bit condensed here. As, as Mort and team have said, we're nearing the end of set one. There's going to be no some substantive substantive additions to the match substantiative substantive substantially a manipulative there's going to be nothing added to these (laughs) to the game uh for set one it's just going to be adjustments and they're going to be relatively minor adjustments so we are uh take that into consideration when we talk about these patch notes but without further ado let's jump right into them team fight tactics patch 9.20 9.20 notes. Uh, they start off with their little intro here and they say, What's up, docs? That was a little weird. Uh, as we approach the end of set one, we want the last few patches to act as our stabilization period. So we'll be keeping the amount of changes pretty small. That being said, we'll continue to make some balance adjustments and follow up on items and systems. Interesting. To prepare for set two. And that is from uh, Hannah Shio Shoju Shoujo Shujo. I, I, don't, know what the, I don't know what the <laughs> can we read Shujo. That looks correct. Woo, Hannah Shio Shujo. Okay, okay, that's definitely a, a little bit of a tongue twister, at least. Am I offended? <laughs> Probably, Hannah <laughs> Shio Shujo. Woo. That's not easy to say. Don't tell. Is that easy to say? Am I just? Am I, is my brain too smooth? To... I think. I think it is. Shio showed you. It's. It, it's not like hard to pronounce. It's just like Hannah Shio showed you. Woo. I don't. Know. Yeah. Yeah. That is correct. I think I got there. Uh, yep. I'll, I, I'll edit out the other parts. I'm not going to edit them out. Uh, <laughs> we're going to start here with the leveling changes. The experience to get to level 5 is being reduced from 12 experience down to 10. And the experience to get to level 9 is being reduced from 70 down to 66. So half of a button down at level 5 and a full button down at level 9. I guess technically like, uh, no, it's still, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's one full button press of the level up down at level nine. Boop, what are your initial thoughts on these EXP changes? I think um, we were talking about tempo earlier, and then they're they're super small, so we'll see if yeah. that helps. And that's kind of like where it stops, right? Like, we won't know until we try, but going 70 from 66 feels good. 
Um, yeah, seventy was just such an odd, odd number. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like it just does, it didn't feel right, and so mm-hmm. this feels a little bit better. I have I have I don't have a big brain. My I don't have enough wrinkles in my brain to like get super detailed about this, mm-hmm. but like it feels good. Feels like a good change. Yeah, I think, and we'll see this kind of reflected in the next change as well. They wanted to make the tier five units more accessible and being able to get to level nine one uh i guess one click earlier is definitely going to help the one the biggest part here for me is actually the exp to level five being reduced which you think oh this is just this just makes it better i think it was it may have actually been this before if i recall correctly it was at 10 before Um, But what this most notably, to me at least, does is it removes one full round of um, it removes a full round that the hyper roll uh, one cost unit comps were able to hold off and econ up to be able to roll down and get their tier three level one. So, you know, the old void assassins and the golden knights and the golden vein comp they are now getting one uh round trimmed off of their econ before they have to uh well they don't have to but before they have that they're maximizing their odds to get one cost in the rerolls so a little bit of a nerf to the the hyper roll one cost unit builds well that 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 kind of hurts gunslingers then, right? Because yeah. when you run gunslingers, isn't pretty much always hyper roll. Um, I mean, traditionally, I think its best version was hyper roll, but there's there's other. I mean, technically, the six brawler comp was a gunslinger build too with Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx's guardian. It technically um, had gunslingers in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you see, I actually the the one game that I've won in the last week was a brawler comp with Jinx in it. So you're right. It's uh, I think uh, undoubtedly undoubtedly S tier comp from nine point one nine. But yeah, it's just interesting. I think um they wanted to make that i mean this also i guess makes it you get your more consistently your twos and threes uh a little bit earlier which might help the mid game i don't know i i agree with you it's going to depend on the uh we'll we'll see how it actually plays out but the that was the biggest thing for me is that trimming one round off of that hyper roll uh hyper rolls econ is, is going to be interesting Boop, you want to go over the next one here? The teardrop rates. Um, oh, my tears drop. Not that much. <laughs> uh, that's probably my best dad joke of today. Uh, <laughs> well, it's certainly not a high bar, so. <laughs> my favorite, <laughs> the tier tier list. Happy tears, S tier. Um, okay, so level eight. <laughs> level eight. Uh, from 15, 25, 35, 25 to 15, 20. So, um, oh, interesting. 35, 22, and eight. Man, they're like seriously like really starting to fine tune these numbers. Yeah. Uh, level nine goes from 10, 15, 33, 30, 12 to 10, 15, 30, 30, 15. Man, a 15% chance for a rank five unit. They're really pushing for these uh, level two rank fives. I guess mm-hmm. Nico's help wasn't quite enough. 
well, the level two rank fives and just being able to find like your KL as your sixth piece or to find the rank five that you specifically need. Yeah. Which makes me think we might be seeing some more six piece build around Exodia type late game comps in set two. Maybe they're they're. I mean, they don't have to follow the same leveling system as they did in set one, but I would assume that they would. So, you know, more of that, like, oh, it's a six piece, it's a six piece bonus that needs, uh, or it's a a set bonus that needs a rank, uh, a five star. So Imperials and Nobles. It's interesting that um, rank threes and fours will appear at uh, the same amount uh, Mm -hmm. when you hit level nine. So you can still find the you're going to see less rank fours, no rank threes, but the same amount of rank fours. So like getting those like rank three vies or rank three, Mm -hmm. um, three cost units like cannon and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a tad bit harder to do, but your findings of four cost units will be better at rank eight, level eight and the same at level nine. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely it is definitely interesting. Um, again, this the dials are being adjusted ever so slightly. So mm-hmm. it, it, these ones, I think, will these ones are going to be hard to really feel the impact of. I think, with the exception of the five cost units, I think we you know we had someone in our Discord chat uh, asking earlier what we thought about nobles, and this patch it kind of seemed like they just weren't living up to what they should be even if you get them but maybe with this if you can get your i mean if you can the problem is is that this doesn't really help i mean at level eight it helps you get the kale earlier so maybe so if nobles can get to a point where having nobles is actually good where having a noble comp can actually win you a game or top four a game which we're not necessarily at that point but if it can get to that point then getting level eight is going to make you, you know, almost twice as likely to find that kale. Um, I guess 60% more likely is the exact yeah, number. Yeah, I mean, that could speed up the game just a tad bit um, by fighting those level fives just a little bit faster, yep. right? Like, small percentages are something that League has, like, really started to get really into. So, like, mm-hmm. in regular League, they'll, like, adjust someone's attack, base attack damage by, like, two. Mm-hmm. or or like attack speed by like 0.1 right so like yeah. they, they're really again like you said fine-tuning at this point yeah which uh i like i think that they're able to they can dole once they've kind of set in like okay this is pretty much how we want the environment to look let's just tweak some things and make some little some things a little bit better something's a little bit worse change some stuff up to give a little more counterplay i think that's a really good place to be in and this is really our first shot at that this is i mean this almost this feels more like a b patch than a full patch which i I think is intended um but here's i guess where the real the real big changes or at least the first bit of the big changes start here we're getting to the items Deathblade, which was the combination of two bf swords one uh every time you killed a a unit or got an assist on a unit you got a stack which gives you 15 ad it started with zero stacks now it's going to start with one stack which gives you plus 15 ad slight slight buff i think Deathblade was definitely one of the new items that saw very little play uh ie was just too good ie is too good um giant slayer is too good guardian angel is too good and potentially being able to build 
two of those items I just listed uh, or one death blade is in a lot of ways, just a no brainer. Um, <laughs> yeah. We thought last week that maybe like on Draven or someone or like a, a cannon with like AOE damage could, could do something with it. I still don't think this plus 15 is going to be good enough. Um, no, it, it's not because the problem is, is like it's diminishing <laughs> no, returns. It's diminishing yeah. returns. Like, it's like, Oh, well my Draven can get like, you know, plus 75 AD. It's like, but at yeah. that point, you were probably already winning that round. Right. It's what we right. in the gaming or the card yeah, strategy gaming world like to call a win more. Which yep, you I was just thinking of, that. You want to avoid in a lot of cases. If uh, and for those of you who aren't familiar with it, it's it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a it's a uh, something that takes a position where you're already winning and helps you win more. Which of course, I mean. It, I guess it technically could be somewhat useful because it does. I mean, I guess if you win faster, that is a good thing because you're doing more damage if a few of your units are dying. But for all intents and purposes, it's not worth the resources invested that you're investing into it. Two BF swords is just. It's hard enough to get two BF swords. So I'm sure that this item was just not built very often anyway. But it's not even like. I'm thinking I would probably rather have a Hextech Gunblade than this. It's probably like the fifth or sixth best sword item. The Bloodthirster I'd rather have. It might actually be the worst sword item now that I'm thinking about it. I'm trying to think of what... Like, <laughs> well, you have to put two BF swords in it. Right. Right? Like, that. that's an item that, like, in theory, like, sounds really cool. Right? Mm-hmm. But it didn't really, uh... It didn't really work out. Yeah. Uh, the Windmore just does not... Does not not good. Uh, the next one up here is one of the Banes of 9.19. That is the Frozen Heart's uh, slow duration has been reduced from four seconds down to one second. So the one of the problems with it is not getting addressed. That's the it just slows your attacks down when <laughs> there's someone with three Frozen Hearts on. Uh, it just slows everyone who's around them down um, a lot. But it does address the, oh, I'm going to put this on Vi or any assassin. And as they jump over my team, there's just going to be four seconds of Frozen Heart at the beginning of every single game <laughs> that I can't interact with or do anything about. My yep. attack speed's just done. Um, so that's going to be at least reduced by quite a bit here with the one second duration. But I think its core power is still there. It's it's all about like now it would, it makes more sense that the person needs to be next to the person mm-hmm. or because um, in the game in League of Legends it slows the attack speed of anyone attacking that person uh, okay. and so like it's a little bit more thematically appropriate as mm-hmm. well um, yeah because like it, it, that was one of those things where it's like why does this stay like why does this stay on right. they're like they like just briefly passed right it's like sometimes yeah, well, when invisible. i trip over my feet like i stay on the ground like you know peter griffin and that family guy bit right yeah. uh and other times i get right back up right it's mm-hmm. like it doesn't it doesn't make sense for it to always like always work like that mm-hmm. and then they they buffed it so many times in a row that um uh, eventually it just became a little too overwhelming and and, and anti-fun for sure because like then mm-hmm. attack speed comps just were not that great yeah, Anivia's alt, uh, before it ended up doing a ton of damage, but Anivia's alt just always felt super bad. It's like, oh, well, my Draven just doesn't attack anymore, and Frozen Heart on an assassin just made that 
essentially the beginning of the of every round was the entire board is a Nivea <laughs> is a Nivea alted and then you start the match when you're not a Nivea alted so <laughs> really really led to some uh very strong early assassin um starts and i think that it's still going to be a, a strong item which is fine like you want to have strong items but it's not going to be the like well you get two frozen hearts i guess the game's over well uh, it kind of reminded me of like when ionic spark did 200 damage yeah. shiv did 200 damage right just for free mm-hmm. right you don't you, you don't want you don't want things to be gimmicky like that right and frozen heart was a little bit a little bit closer to that than what it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of things that ended the game quickly and are were stronger than they needed to be, Infinity Edge has gone from 150% crit damage down to 125% crit damage. This is another instance where I need wrinkled brains and charts of damage to show me how much of a difference this is making. Um, I, I saw on one of Mort's streams that this is something that he showed a little bit on a Kali. Um, and the, I mean, the 150 to 125 is certainly something that you want. It's just so, it's so frustrating when you have like a tanky unit or even a not super tanky unit, but like, oh, they hit one crit. Guess I'm dead now. Um, oh, and it's also it's also a Kali. So not only do her auto attacks crit me, right. so does her spell. Yeah, um, and assassin I'm buff dead. gives you more. Yeah, it's everything just compounded, and this is part of the stemming of the bleeding, I suppose. It's not like a drastic change, but it should it should help. Yeah, the cool thing about both of these changes for Frozen Heart and Infinity Edge is I think that these two items are going from S plus, double plus, broken, please nerf tier to just very good. Um, it could still be S tier. I, I still think could I be S tier. Be S tier for yeah, sure. I think Frozen Heart uh, might still be too. There's not many <laughs> good things to build a tier out of and like... There's Guardian Angel, which requires a sword, which is built in like the like those the cool thing about those two items is that they synergize well with like the like when you're given those components, those are the two items you're probably gonna want to build. It's not like they're overlapping um and preventing you from sure. doing things. So I think this next one is actually kind of a big deal, the Quicksilver change. Yeah, Quicksilver's cooldown going from a five second cooldown to three seconds. And that of course is the I believe Quicksilver is the one that prevents um cc a spell yeah or is that uh, a spell? let's let's For make reason, sure yeah, I, my my guess what i'm putting my money on is that trap claw is the one that prevents any spell and stuns them quicksilver yep, you are correct just prevents cc but, but yeah that prevents the next crowd control effect mm-hmm. and so what's really uh what was interesting about that is i don't think they expected or like assume that a lot of characters would develop ultimates within five seconds anyway mm-hmm. right so you would only get like one use out of it uh right. now with a three second cooldown you might be able to like cc uh, like not cc or cleanse your cc mm-hmm. way more often um to make some certain carries that might have been a little too weak or flimsy um a little bit better yeah. So uh, we we shall see, but I actually like the change. I'm, I'm going to try it out for sure um, because a two second difference, three seconds is like not a long time, right? And so uh, I think it's going to be. I think that's a good change for for that item. Really good change. I think at at the in nine point one nine, it was just 
The only reason I'm making Quicksilver over Trapclaw is that I'm stuck with the components for Quicksilver instead of the components for Trapclaw. I'm never choosing to build Quicksilver over Trapclaw. And now I might. I think yeah, getting, I, think it, I think it'd be good. Yeah, getting multiple uses out of it, especially on a carry, is going to be super powerful because one, one CC can certainly uh, you know ruin your round. Um, being able to stop possibly two can be very very strong um so we'll see we'll see how that one pans out compared to its obvious uh, uh sort of sibling of trap claw uh, and last item change here is thieves gloves and they lowered the average quality of item combinations um i will post more actually posted a uh, a good uh, chart of what those item combinations are now uh, i'll put those in the description as well but in Overall, um, the Thieves' Gloves item combos are just a little bit worse uh, than they were before. And, I mean, I never thought, like, I felt like Thieves' Gloves was fine. Like, it was it was an all right item to build, but I always felt bad building it because it's like, I could you want your IE. building IE. <laughs> yep. Yeah, rather than maybe getting an IE. I mean, yeah. when I built Thieves Gloves, I I remember I built it on Vayne once, and for, like, mm-hmm. four rounds in a row, I got, like... One time I got a Rabadons and a Large Rod, mm-hmm. and then, you know, things that just, like, didn't matter, and I like that about Thieves Gloves. It has mm-hmm. to have a little bit of give and take, right? But um, uh, sometimes, though, like, I would get, like, a double Shoujins or something, uh, or, like, a Shoujins Gunblade on mm-hmm. a Darius, and that was, like, unbeatable. So maybe they're just trying to make that happen less often. Um, but I think it's still a fun item. I don't think that item should ever be good, if that makes sense, right? Yeah. That, it seems very meme-y um, mm-hmm. in general. So uh, I think this is a good change overall. Because if like a random item thing was good, uh, then the argument for this is all just RNG would be would have a lot more weight to it. Yeah, I think they probably looked at it as like, on average, you're getting an item strength of this value. Um mm-hmm. And they wanted that lower, which I like um, just in general. Although it didn't feel to me like Thieves' Gloves was super powerful. Like I was never, I mean, only in very specific instances was I like, holy crap, they got two Bloodthirsters or something and I'd just lose. Um, But it felt like on average it was, I was fine with it as an item. But this is going to make me even more fine with it as an item, I guess. Um, So let's move on here, Boop, and let's talk about some traits. Let's talk about some traits. My mouse is not working. Okay, here we go. Traits, assassin. Uh, Three assassin is going to go from 75% crit damage and 10% crit chance to 75% crit damage and 5% crit chance. So very small 5% crit chance decrease. I mean, that's a 50% Um, decrease. It is a 50%, but 10... uh, I I think that is, like, along with the Infinity Edge nerf. Like, they're really going after it. Mm -hmm. Um, Guardian armor bonus is going to go from 35 to 45. Um, There is a a sneaky little Guardian build with Varus going uh, that's kind of popular right now. That's probably going to be real popular um, in the next patch. Um, Gunslinger going to go from one, two, three extra shots to one, two, four. So the only, uh, the full six is the only thing that's getting changed. Um, Knight is going to be 15, 35, 65 to 15, 35, 60. That seems kind of negligible. Um, and then wild is going from 12% attack speed to 10% attack speed. And that seems to be a good nerf because like, uh, characters like Gnar and stuff are still too strong. 
still very strong. Wild itself was just like, I feel like they want it to be like the four piece bonus is going to give you some benefit to your team, but also as a counter to something like Yordles or just dodge in general. But it was more like wild bonus, regardless of the attack dodge is very good. And the attack dodge is gravy and also now just nullifies the dodge um, dodge builds at all because it's so good to just run in and of itself, regardless of whether you're actually trying to counter dodge. This is still probably good. Again, I mean, it's a, it's a sizable, you know, it, in, in the long run, it's still going to be sizable. And a lot of times those wild builds go into the later you know into overtime and that's when you're really going to see the the full uh, power of the wild bonus but yeah i mean what all of these things needed uh all the nerfed class or traits here needed needed to be touched in some in some capacity mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're all very small guardian definitely bonus. Ooh, that that can be big because that's, that's a you know extra ten armor is is pretty pretty sizable. They nerf six knights, which is fine because um, six knights is one of the easier. It's one of the easier six piece bonuses to get. A because three of those knights are one cost units, and also you can make a uh, spatula item to make another knight. So. I'm fine with them getting rid of the six bonus. It just seemed like, well, you got six knights. I guess I'm not killing you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, counterplay is important, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at least like with the guardian buff, it's like now, do you want to run knights or guardians? Though some of the rumblings I've seen is uh, the answer to that question is both. Uh, but we'll be talking about that, I'm sure, next week if that runs rampant. Uh, but let's move on here to the last part of the patch, and that is going to be champion changes. Run through these quickly. Aatrox getting an armor buff from 25 up to 35. Akali's attack speed getting a slight nerf from 0.85 down to 0. 0.80. Uh, Fiora getting an HP buff from 400 to 450. Gangplank getting a 5 uh, AD buff from 55 to 60. Kaisa's spell attack speed bon- uh, bonus is going from 30%, 60%, 90% to 50%, 75%, 100%. Uh, that seems like a pretty big buff to Kaisa 1, which is cool. And also her shield is getting buffed from 300, 600, 900 uh, shield to 400, 700, 1K. So... Uh, uh, from what I hear, Sean Connery's uh, pick for a Bond girl from TFT uh, getting a bit of a buff here. Uh, I don't know. I didn't. Li- I didn't hear that podcast. I just heard rumors of it on the uh, on the rumor mill. Uh, Leona getting an HP buff of fifty from seven fifty to eight hundred. Again, going in that Guardian overall buff. Lucian spell. I'm assuming damage here going from one hundred to twenty five three fifty to 125 250 375 lucian getting a buff really uh i guess that goes in with the gunslingers uh poppy getting an hp nerf from 800 to 700 and volley bear getting that slight attack speed buff from 0.6 to 0.65 <laughs> oh, speaking of volley bear i did something super funny the other day Let's so i did um i got third but it was totally worth it um it was double titanic hydra warmogs 
And so the Hydra actually procs on everyone that he chain lightnings. Oh, yeah. So I mean, it like, still sucked. Whoosh. Yeah, oh, it still really? sucked, but it was hilarious. So if you oh, want like some moles build up, no, it wasn't. I mean, it just the Hydra like extra damage just like isn't that great. Oh. Um, but that's, but yeah, so like like the war feels like that's Hydra. like that's the Exodia build of it. Like that feels like that should be. Well, it. he used to be. I think he used to be tankier, right? And I even had four brawlers up. So yeah. uh, maybe it was my positioning, and he would just get bursted down before he could get a lot of procs yeah. off too yeah. and so like i think if i had volibear three hmm. it might have worked uh but it was still pretty cool it was still pretty cool something to try um also when i look at this i see a lot of nobles on this list so we'll see true. if that's going to help out uh nobles in in the late true. game yeah i mean overall i mean i love volibear carry is one of my favorite just builds in general obviously uh, josh og won the first twitch rivals on the back of the volley carry um, Kaisa getting a buff, I think much needed. I, th- I think the, the impression of Kaisa and her performance in the last, her first patch was not stellar. So a buff was in order. Glad to see it. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we're not overlooking this like we did with Pantheon. Um, <laughs> and hopefully we're not making a horrible mistake, but I mean, they can always revert it. But I like Kaisa being strong. Gangplank getting damage. I mean, this is like all these like old champs that were good like two or three patches ago are are getting a or maybe getting some time in the sun again. Give me bring me back volley carry. That was those are the good old days. Give me demon good bear. Good old demon bear. Ass bear. Uh uh hush Save bear. My <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> Um, overall, I mean, it, like I said, does feel almost like a B patch, uh, compared yeah, to the, the biggest patch. change. I think is definitely to Kaisa, uh, in terms of like actual characters, yeah, um, and the item changes are pretty big too. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like the IE with the assassin nerf mm-hmm. will be pretty big. Yeah. Guardian buff is all right. Um, uh, we'll, again, uh, our, our most used term, I think is we'll see, yeah. we'll, we shall see. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't expect a lot to change. Hopefully, we'll see more rangers and gunslingers and a little bit more diversity near the end game. Uh, they're obviously trying to help nobles out just a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with like Lucian being a noble and a gunslinger. Mm-hmm. And so we'll uh, we'll fi- we'll figure it out uh, tomorrow. But for the time being, it seems almost negligible since Kaisa is a rank five unit, right. and I'm talking just like champions here, right? Um, Aatrox should be able to ult more, but we're not seeing a ton of Blade Masters. We might not see Blade Masters again. Like, well, yeah, it's. They're just trying to give some of these champs a shot before set two comes out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just to like, kind of like Morgana's uh, armor buff so she could finish her ults. The same thing that they're trying to do with Aatrox and Leona. Yeah. Uh, AA trucks, get it right. Uh, okay. but <laughs> that's going to be it for patch 9.20 here, folks. Um, We're going to go uh, into the end game here for the show. And that, of course, is where we like to talk about some of the builds that you guys have submitted um, for uh, that you guys have gotten first places in. So if you go to discord.me slash little legends podcast, you post screenshots of your winning builds. And I want to say that we'll get to all of them, but there were, there were a a bunch that we couldn't get to because there's just, we're getting so many submissions, which I, I, 
I'm flattered and I love seeing them on here, but we just unfortunately can't get to them all. So <laughs> I, I, I your wish best more ones. of them were mine. <laughs> uh, but that is not the case. There's only one of them that's mine, and you'll see why it's mine while, when we go over it. But let's go in here. We're going to start off with Kamer the Gamer, who actually was in the chat earlier here. Might still be around. Uh, this one, notable here. Uh, no, uh, Four Imperials with a Tier 3. Uh, Katarina, that's just... That, come come on, dude. That's and, a yikers for them. And just a and just a you know a nar for good measure. No other synergies. Just just nar. Right. There's no wild. There's no shapeshifter. There's only just put it on nar. Just put it on nar and put nar in. A good win there. Uh, sure, we'll talk about mine. Uh, this was one. This was actually from game night. So take it for what it's worth. But I, I will say, in second place in this game, Sphinxy boy. <laughs> Top top ranked challenger player, uh, and I was the one that came out on top here with uh, just a you know a standard yeah shapeshifter like yeah with uh, uh, a couple rank threes right yeah I had a couple I had a rank three Vi which is you know it's pretty That's good pretty good rank yeah. three Shivana which is is very oh, good. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and a rank three Akali. Uh, but we don't, that you know, is, that's, that's dog poop, man. You don't, you don't need to talk about the rank three Akali. That's, that's poop. That's uh, it was pretty right much not a non-factor. Yeah, and 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 uh, a level one Nar, uh, just for good measure. Um, that I got was a fifth f- in this game. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you did get fifth. What was I running? You were running. <laughs> I don't know what that were, was. You were trying to run. I think I was trying to run what you were running. Yeah. Yeah, You're trying to run what I was running, but uh, no one ran quite as hot as I did with the Akalis. Everyone was like... The whole night, actually. The whole (laughs) night you were doing that. It was pretty crazy. It's true, and I couldn't ever find them in real games, but it was worth it. I'd rather win a game night than in in ranked games. Definitely more important. Um, But definitely a fun one there. Next one here we've got from Angry Frog. Uh... Tier three Aatrox, tier three Vi, a misfortune, a Yasuo. I mean, there's that's a lot of gold right there. Tier two Yasuo, tier two misfortune, tier two Akali, tier two Draven, and we got some Blade Masters. Looks like there's a couple Gunslingers here with a uh, Gangplank as well. Blade Master Gunslingers. Maybe we see a uh, a, a Hex Tech. Uh, we see a little bit of Hex Tech here as well. Or yep, Hex Tech with the. Um, Camille and Vi. Camille and Vi. Uh, possibly, I can't tell the itemization here, but maybe a Blade Master um, Misfortune. That'd be one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I bet either uh, a Kali or Misfortune is probably made into a Blade Master here because that would be six Blade Masters, which would be really sweet comp uh, to pull off. But really cool one there from Angry Frog. Got another one here from CTK797. Another good old fashioned uh, Knights Imperials comp, very uh, standard uh, S tier comp here. Taking it home, we got uh, Wax Burrito with a tier three Nar Wild Assassins with a tier three Nar. Oh, I don't guess. think I've ever seen a tier three Nar personally. Uh, oh, I mean, I know I've seen it in some uh, Austo videos, and I think I may have actually gotten a tier three Nar before too. But you know, hashtag. Uh, Always lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag why aren't you challenger? Um, um, 
because I'm actually not that good. Uh, <laughs> you can have all the luck in the world if you squander it. It doesn't matter. And last one here is actually from Sphinxy Boy on his alt account here. He's got level two Kaisa um, before the buff, so really rocking. It looks like we got some Rangers. We got Kindred Kaisa, Knights, a couple of Blade Masters here, I would imagine. Maybe the Kaisa was turned into a Blade Master. That'd be three Blade Masters, uh, four Knights, and uh, two Rangers. So I know Sphinx was actually kind of not like super high on Rangers, but like I saw him running Rangers a decent amount and uh, to decent success. Although, of course, those may have also been the games that he lost his 300 LP on. So who knows? <laughs> <laughs> we will have to wait and see but guys it's the end of the episode thank you everyone for listening boop any parting words before we get into the outro here hopefully i can gain some lp dude <laughs> I, I don't know how to play the game anymore okay, i just gotta get game. out of my head new game 9.20 new game yeah, yeah. This this most recent patch like really got to me. I, I had like a good like couple weeks where I was like killing it. I was in plat two. I was on my way, mm -hmm. and then I just like stopped doing every. I stopped doing well. I just kept forcing rangers because I love playing rangers. I mm -hmm. love playing brawlers. But why am I not playing brawlers? Because they're better right now. I don't know. Um, Got to get out of that hip, that hipster comp. Uh... Just be that's a degenerate. What it is. That, just that totally be a that's degenerate. Totally what it is. <laughs> I, I am a hipster, I, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, hopefully that's going to be it for next week. And uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, it's at Bupasaurus Rex. And make sure everyone to watch Fight Night with yes. Deathblow and Blevins. That'll Woo! be a good one. I'll definitely be in the chat hanging out um on some of those streams and uh we can mess with them on uh on the stream and that gluten-free coffee pasta needs to be a plenty <laughs> yeah absolutely definitely gonna want to check that out uh despite me being the caster one of the casters there because that is going to be the first high level tournament we have in this new patch so certainly going to be a very exciting one for sure. But that is going to be it, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore Blevins. Make sure that you are following uh, the podcast as well on Twitter at LIL Legends Pod. I wish I could have just gotten Little Legends Podcast. That's too many characters. But you can find <laughs> all of the links to everywhere that the show is in the discord discord.me slash little legends podcast even if you want to just uh lurk and, and see what's uh going on you don't have to talk if you don't want to it's not a problem just come on in come on in and have some fun uh join a game night post your comp all that good stuff um that's going to be great if you guys do want some even more exclusive content and some future content that we haven't announced yet and that we're working on be sure to hit us up on patreon.com slash little legends podcast. Uh, we are doing an interview series right now that is exclusive to Patreon that I think you guys are going to like. <laughs> Celebrities uh, aplenty, guys. Yes. We've, we've gotten some big stars to, to yep. come on. And I've gotten the lucky opportunity to interview a couple of them <laughs> only here in TFT. Thank you, yes. Blev, for for really taking a step back and letting me and letting yeah. me take those interviews. It's really it's it's really big of you. You're the master interviewer here, so I I just you know what let the let the master do their work. Uh, but those are unlocked at any patron level, so definitely check that out and make sure, guys, iTunes reviews on the prediction feed. Search for prediction P R E E. D-I-C-T-I-O-N on iTunes or, or Spotify. Uh, check it out. 
and uh, leave a review and uh, all that good stuff. But that is going to be it. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Next week is going to be a big one with the 10-year event. Uh, depending on when it is, I might do like a simulcast live stream. I don't know. It's going to be fun, though. We'll see you guys there, and we'll talk about it all next week on the Little Legends Podcast. Bye, everybody. Yeah. I don't know why I'm making up outro music. We have our own.